0: Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money. I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, hello again, it's nice to have you back and it certainly looks like we're hitting the spot with our series on getting back to basics and people are really interested in how they can do a lot better with cutting their costs. We've already had a look at budgeting, so important if you want to know how much money you have to work with and to understand how much your everyday costs are, how much your everyday expenses are, your fixed expenses, et cetera, and how much money you actually have got to work with. So many people just think about their gross income, whether they're on a salary or a wage And just assume they're getting a lot. But realistically, once your taxes come out, you might find out that you're earning a lot less than you thought you were. So we've looked at all of those things. And we last week, we looked at organising your money just a a little bit like I remember watching my mum separating money into envelopes when my dad brought his paycheck home or his cash home. Um, And we talked last week about um, organising your money into different bank accounts. So today, we're going to look at how to actually reduce those fixed expenses. Now, I have explained this before, but fixed expenses are the things that you absolutely have to pay even before you get out of bed in the morning. So we're talking about your mortgage, your rent. We're talking about your bills. We're talking about for those people on regular prescriptions, those kinds of things that you really do have to have those things, but and they sometimes feel like they're getting more and more expensive. So we're going to go through a few of them today, just to give you an idea of what you can actually do to start reducing those costs. And the mortgage is one that's been talked about a lot at the moment in the media, because we've all seen that interest rates are going up, and some people are really struggling because all of a sudden, um, what when they started their mortgage, they had one point nine nine percent interest rate or two percent interest rate. They are now up into the five percent So, if you were one of those lucky ones who managed to lock in your interest rates just before the uh, rates started to rise, well done you. But I want to just um, get you ready for when that fixed rate period finishes. There will come a time when all of a sudden you will not have a steady increase, but all of a sudden your fixed rate will end, whether it's after one, two, three years, depending on how long you locked it in and uh, all of a sudden you'll be hit with a massive rate rise. So you might be at 2% now for the next few years, and then you might be at 5%, 6%, 7%. So I want you to get ready for that now. Why not practice being able to afford your mortgage with the higher interest rate and start either paying extra off your mortgage or saving that money just to help you when you do convert to that higher interest rate. So for those of you who are already on higher interest rates really consider having a look um around shopping around uh, and definitely call your bank because so many times i hear stories of people calling banks and their account, their, their interest rate might be something like 5%. They ring the bank, it comes down to three and a half percent. So it really is worth ringing and negotiating with the bank. They want to keep your business and they understand that a lot of people are looking around now for incentives to move or cheaper interest. Um, and so give your bank a call. Um, and save the hassle of moving around and just say, look, I'm just checking in with you, not happy about my interest rate. What's the best you can do for me? You might also decide it's a good idea to lock in a certain amount of your mortgage and keep some variable, so you know where you're at. But again, the lock-in rates are quite high at the moment, so you might decide you'll end up saving a lot more if you stay variable. That's a question you can ask your broker to work things out for you or go direct to your bank. But certainly, have a look at calling your bank and getting your interest rate reduced. And if not, then look at refinancing. Another one is your other debts. You know, lots of people have debts beside their mortgage. So what, what does concern me is people who have a lot of small credit card debts Um, Not really car loans. I'm not really talking about car loans because car loan interest rates are are not too bad. They're not over the top and you usually have got um, regular payments that you're making and you're already used to those. They're not changing the interest rates on those. So, but it's the multiple credit cards where you could be paying interest of anywhere between 8% and 26%. It might be a good idea to have a look at consolidating those and checking out even whether a personal loan would work better for you. So let's just start to be smart about what we're paying out instead of just accepting the fact that your interest rate on your credit card or on, on all of these little debts are just small or high shop around, really start to con- t- take control of what you're actually paying to have the use of that money. Another thing I want you to look at is sometimes it's necessary to spend money in order to save money. I know we t- we changed over to solar um, just over a year ago now, and our electricity bills have gone from being up to well between a thousand and fifteen hundred per quarter right back down to i think our dearest one was about five hundred um and but usually it's a lot less than that it's anywhere between a hundred and two two hundred and so we're saving a huge amount of money but it cost us to put solar in so many incentives with different governments um right now offering incentives um offering um money towards your solar panels so definitely have a look at that and lots of schemes out there available where you continue to pay your normal um, electricity bills but you're paying off your electricity your your solar panels so have a look at that there's lots of schemes around and depending on which state you live in will depend on what schemes are available to you you know sim- simple things like even putting some um thick curtains up at your windows, you know, this has, this will save you a lot of money. If you invest in a good out curtain or sew some uh, out backing to the back of your curtain, that will help to keep your air conditioning, cool air in. We're about to head into summer, which is wonderful news. Or in the wintertime, it will stop the warmth escaping. So those things can save you a lot of money, a lot of heat and a lot of uh, heat is lost and also comes in through the window. So if you can cover those windows up and get some curtains, that will certainly help to reduce your costs of cooling or heating. And simple things like wearing an extra layer, lots of jumpers, lots of throw rugs around the place to snuggle up in when you are cold, instead of always being the first one to put the heating on, certainly helps. Another one I have found to be very good is to use lamps rather than all the downlights that are going on. Some people are saying to me they're using candles. Yes, that's great. Some people hate them. Uh, Some people think they're dangerous. But just one lamp in the corner certainly does um, light up the whole room and will definitely save you money. And remember to turn your power off at the switch. One of the things I've been reading about recently is the amount of money that is spent on just the um, standby power. And I couldn't believe some of the prices that um, things were costing something like $40 a year to be on standby. So certainly check what your appliance is costing you by being on standby. The, the, um, The top three energy guzzling items in the average Australian home are ducted reverse cycle air conditioners, hot water systems, fridges and freezers. And definitely on that note, check your fridges and freezers. We had um, a freezer, an extra freezer and a fridge running in the garage um, uh, one time um, over the summer period. And our electricity bill was through the roof and we realised it was constantly... Um, running uh, instead of switching off. The thermostat was all wrong. Some of the seals had gone and it was actually costing us a lot of money. So checking that, checking the seals are working. um, And, you know, you can actually get an appliance that's called a plug-in power meter, which you can get online for as little as around, I think it's $20. And once you've got that, you plug the appliance into the power meter, plug the meter into the power socket and put the amount into the, into the power meter, how much you're paying per kilowatt for your electricity, and you'll find that answer to that question on your bill. And then the power meter will show you what that appliance is costing you. So you can really look at the most expensive appliances in your house and whether you can do better with that. And keep in, in mind that some appliances like fridges, Um, they cycle on and off based on the thermostat setting. So if you're going to plug one of those power meters in, you might have to leave it there for 24 hours to make sure you know what it's costing you. But also remember that different states have different services available and there's some freebies to help you save money. I know here in South Australia, you can get uh, free LED globes and standby power controllers um, to help you know uh, what's going on with the standby. Um, so all of those things available to help with such a high expense, which is your electricity. Um, yeah, so so have a look at that. Things like water. Um, we, you know, we want to take showers. We want to water our gardens, all of those things. We've got to wash our clothes. But certainly you can actually take a fairly decent shower in less than five minutes. I think I can do a two minute shower. (laughs) But I know that sometimes our teenagers love to be in there for hours on end. But just remember, um, you know, have a chat to them about the water usage and just check for leaks around the place, fit timers in summer. And again, you might have, to buy something in order to reduce costs. So think about buying some water tanks. We will often water much of our garden using water tanks, and that certainly has been a great investment. When it comes to things like um, chemist and your regular prescriptions, make sure you're shopping around the chemist that you are buying from all of the time. And you've been a faithful customer may not necessarily be the cheapest. So I would strongly suggest that you shop around with that. You do need your prescriptions, so don't stop buying them, but certainly shop around. And oftentimes at the counter, they'll say, oh, do you want this brand or you're happy with a, a generic brand? So certainly look into that as well. Um, and then things like um, internet and phone uh, providers, insurances, always shop around for things like that. Those bills, when they, when you come up for renewal every year, especially insurances, you'll find an increase. Usually, occasionally, I've seen a decrease in uh, car insurance as your car gets older. But usually for things like contents, house insurance, all of those things, make sure you're regularly ringing your provider to see whether it's correct, whether they're insuring you for the correct amount, or whether you can do better with a different company. But please remember to compare apples with apples. This is something that you really need to look at because you want to make sure that you are being covered for exactly what you want. So, There's a little bit of help there to hopefully get you thinking that just because they are fixed expenses doesn't mean to say that the actual amount you're spending in those areas are set in stone. It's up to you to take control of that and really have a look around, shop around, see whether you're getting the best deal possible or whether you can reduce your costs by turning off the power, turning off um, at the PowerPoint, using your waterless, that kind of things. So hopefully that helps. As always, if you've got any questions for me, email me podcast at coachchris.com.au. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear how you're beating all of these rising prices. I'll talk to you again next week.